Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Spin FL. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. And Skip Sarah. And we're two Americans living in Sweden, talking about... Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) That's my new favorite thing. Why is that always funny? Like, I feel like... (laughs) He's so... What's funny? You mean... Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding I mean, me? Some of the things on are not... You know, I'm not to pat ourselves on our backs too much, right. but... Hmm. A lot of our soundboard is just hilarious, man. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Even the, the new edition stuff like... <laughs> when, you, when you hear stuff like that, sometimes it's just like... That's just funny. No matter what. You know? The grapefruit mm-hmm. is always good. I know. There's so many bulldogs out there. So many reasons to hit that grapefruit. <laughs> well, what's up, man? We're going into the uh, divisional round. Shit's getting real. Actually, so as I'm, for those of you who have listened to us for a while, you realize that we have rebranded all of the rounds of the playoffs, <laughs> right? So last yes. week was Super Wild Card Weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know you're gonna just you're gonna go to next week and just call it the divisional round. Mm, what was no. I thinking? No, 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 no. You're gonna call it the deliciously delightful divisional round. Okay, yeah. that's what we're gonna call it. I mean, if we're gonna rebrand, let's go. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you gotta keep you gotta keep at it. Each round needs to sound cooler than the one that came before it. Yeah, you can't just start with Super Wildcard Weekend. Yeah, you know? and especially like I mean, how dumb is it that they go Super. Wild it's got a wacky. Weekend. Wacky then, is right there for you. Wacky is just dangling like a fucking it, mistletoe. Exactly. Come on, guys. Come you on. Just, you basically just borrowed Super from Super Bowl and threw yeah. it on Wild Card Weekend. It doesn't belong there. And we're supposed to just let that slide, man? You're just cutting Super Bowl off at the knees with that. It's like, come on. Come on, son. Yeah. yeah, so uh, so we, uh, we're going to have the deliciously delightful division round. Coming up. Correct. But before we do that, we're going to have a little bit of news. Patriots announced that they hired Gerard Mayo to replace Bill Belichick as our new head coach. Mayo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't know he was such a, a top candidate. My, my friend is a Patriots fan, and yeah. he was saying it's either going to be Mayo or Rabel, but he thinks Mayo. And I was like, damn, I didn't even know Gerard Mayo had so much pull. I remember when he was a player, apparently he worked his way on up. Well, the the fascinating thing about this story is that, so he got a contract extension about a year or so ago, and it sort of went quietly overlooked that written into his contract, 
it, it literally said in his contract, if Bill Belichick were to retire, Gerard Mayo is going to be our next head coach. Oh, wow. They had created a succession plan in Gerard Mayo's contract, um, mm. which meant that the Patriots did not have to comply with the Rooney rule, which doesn't matter. What? Gerard He's Mayo. black. <laughs> I know. I know. But had he not been black, okay, they still would have been able to get away with it, which only oh, tells wow. you how. You are not serious people. Correct. And speaking of, I mean, have you heard his opening press conference? It's pretty amazing, actually. No, I haven't. I don't, I don't um, know where to grab that for this. Gerard Mayo is black, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and Robert Kraft is clearly rich white guy who who relaxed. relaxed. To be fair, to be fair, is is like you know interested in being an ally and whatnot, that kind of thing. He his he. His heart, at least, seems to be in the right place with that kind of stuff. He's not. So he has a heart on. A heart on. (laughs) Yeah, he has his heart on. (laughs) No, but the the fascinating thing that happened in the press conference was that you know it came up that okay, well, this is uh, the first black coach hired in New England, and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of implied language about how on the Boston sports scene there's a lot of racism involved, Mm -hmm. which is true. Um. And Robert Kraft's response was, um, we're very proud of the fact that we hired a black head coach. However, mm. I don't see color. Mm. I don't see color. And then literally like a minute later, they asked Gerard Mayo a question about the same thing. And he said, uh, well, I do see color because I think that if you don't see color, you can't see racism. And he says that standing right next to Robert Kraft. Oh wow! <laughs> Which was very interesting. I mean, the pre- you should go see it. It, it, it his opening press conference. Was... I got a little bit of a clip here. If I should, if I should play it. <laughs> his. Uh, should I play a clip of him or? I we can skip if we can okay. post it or something like that because. All right. Oh yeah. That's in, cool. all, in all honesty, if you're not a racist douchebag from Boston, I would feel really excited about my new head coach because but he you said know, a lot sometimes... of other. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. He just said a lot of other really interesting things about, mm. you know, I don't want to run this thing like we're in an echo chamber. I want yeah, to be that was the club inclusive and yeah. all these things. You know, so he he was essentially criticizing the Patriot way without criticizing Bill Belichick. He was basically just saying, like, I want to do things differently mm. here. Like, let's 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 try to modernize this thing a little bit and mm. and admit that there might be other people in the building who know what they're talking about. Mm. Oh, I like that. Um, um, I mm-hmm. I think that when it comes to uh, like race and stuff like that, um, well-meaning people they want to get past it a lot and right. act like it's it's a thing of the past, um, and they get uncomfortable when you acknowledge the existence. You know it's that, st- that you're still, still in out it. There. Yeah, we're, we're still <laughs> in. You want to go thing. past it? It's still in it. Is there, like <laughs> you can go past it. I'm. Yeah. If we don't since we're not actually past it. I got to deal with this shit. So, <laughs> Mr. Ally, you're really kind of turning your back on me without even thinking about it. So That's I like that uh, that he's just like I, I. We need to still see it and then improve it and admit also that it has improved, hmm. but that there's still work to do. And as an ally, you can help me and help people hmm. see. They're uh and and the fans and they're not gonna want to hear. It. Some people are not gonna want to hear that shit because they want to be like, but we had a black president. <laughs> it's right. over. It's done with. Yeah, we Racism's wrote in racism. Stop racism in the end zone. I know. 
It's over. Yeah. So kudos to them, man. I was like, there's no fucking way. That's what I said. <laughs> I was like, there's no way when I heard Gerard May, I was like, there's no way they're going to have that guy. They might be just throwing it out there. I was even thinking they're going to, you know, Rooney rule, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I like that, man. They're just like, mm. this is our, our next. I think more teams should have succession plans, too. Mm. It's just they're ahead of the game, man. It's annoying because it's a rival team for mm. me. But they're ahead of it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it would have been suck a fight. And, and they have the don't they have the number two pick in the draft too? That's gonna suck. I mean, I don't think he's gonna be a good coach as Belichick. So it's going, they're gonna have to be patient. Yeah, they're gonna have to be very patient over there. And that's well, not what you know, Boston fans sports fans are pretty patient. <laughs> <laughs> well, this echo chamber is not really working, is it? It's the echo chamber. <laughs> There's something wrong with this coach. If I could just put my finger on it, I can't yeah. tell hmm. what I don't like about him. <laughs> I don't know why I have less patience for him than I had for other coaches. Hmm. Something about the way he looks. Yeah, man. Can we just hire Larry Bird? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine they hire Larry Bird to coach the Patriots? That would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, New Orleans Saints have parted ways with their longtime offensive coordinator, Pete Carmichael, mm. as well as two other assistant coaches. Um, to me, that indicates yep. Den- Dennis Allen, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> you next. You on deck. <laughs> you next. Uh, obviously, they did not fire Dennis Allen Of course this not. Year. Um, but he is an immediate hot seat candidate for next year. Who did 100%. you have before? You got Mike McCarthy. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Hey, we'll this talk about probably him in a minute. How to, how to see. Well, we then, can talk about him now. I mean, he, you know, there was a lot of speculation that he was going to lose his job after losing in the um, super wild card, which the, the whack, we should just start calling it the wacky wild card weekend. That's what we're calling it. Um, They'll catch on. They, um, I, I, I was of the opinion that he would 100% lose his job. I think I even said it in the, in, in those terms in the last episode. Um, Stephen A. Smith on ESPN just went absolutely ballistic when they announced that McCarthy was – he's a Cowboys hater. So, yeah, yeah. But he has a point, though. I mean, I, it, it's a little – I mean, I get – there's two sides to this, right? Mike McCarthy is, is you know, has – I mean, the, the Cowboys have won at least 12 games for the last two or three years. It's hard right? to win at all, though. Yeah, and then – It's just a fact. And then you can't you can't get them over the hump in the playoffs, and so I guess I can understand the patience to a certain degree, um, but at the same time, I, I'm I'm a little shocked that McCarthy still has his job. But he will absolutely he will 100 percent lose his job next year if they don't win a playoff game. <laughs> some years, hmm. the there's not there, some years it's just not the year to change coaches. Like some years, there's no good candidates out there. <clears throat> That's not this year, but some years. <laughs> Right. This year is the most, the most juicy pool of candidates that's been out that I can remember. Oh, hundred, oh yeah, got, for sure. Got, I mean, you got like taking a, a taking a risk on a first time coach. This is the year to possibly do that with a couple candidates out there like uh, what's his name McDonald over in uh, Baltimore. You got mm. Ben Johnson over mm. in uh, in uh, you know uh, Detroit, mm-hmm. and then you got coaches coming from college. You know what I mean? With Harbaugh's out there, who's been a proven coach, been to the Super Bowl. Yep. 
Man, you got, you got Brandon Staley. You got Vrabel. You got, you got Belichick, Vrabel, Brandon Staley. Huh? No, you know, so. Cliff Kingsbury, I saw this morning, mm. is out here interviewing for an offensive coordinator job with oh. the Bears. How about that? Coordinator job. Okay, good. Let him coordinate. So he uh, can be back in our lives. Brian Flores is out there. If anybody's willing to, willing to take a risk on a coach that mm. showed he could coach, but uh, might be uh, Another assistant uh, an offensive coordinator who is who's currently available uh, because the Browns have fired their coordinator Alex Van Pelt couldn't unlock um, Deshaun Watson. I, I feel like <laughs> this guy will get a job for sure because it's like I, yeah. I think it's a little uh. a little weird to fire this guy because of the Deshaun Watson thing. Um, they should fire the they, GM. <laughs> They were in a whole heap of trouble for next they, year with the cap holy. situation and all that yeah. kind of stuff. If they, the, the Browns cannot afford to fail next year, um, so that, that's going to be a tricky situation. Um, Bill Belichick. Not only has he interviewed, which obviously everyone joked about, you know, are these teams interviewing Bill Belichick or is Bill Belichick interviewing them? He he has interviewed for the Atlanta Falcons uh, head coach position. Uh, and as of yesterday, they have announced that they are having a second interview this weekend. Okay, nice. So man. this is getting kind of close. How you feel, man? <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I have mixed feelings. Mm. Is he an upgrade from Arthur Smith? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, I thought you were asking. <laughs> no, I was being rhetorical. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but you answered my inner thought. Um, the, but the, the thing that I'm a little concerned about is um, the amount – well, I'm concerned. I'm assuming the level of control that Bill Belichick wants over the team mm. yeah. is – Obviously, something that became problematic for the Patriots over yeah. time. Um, you know, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be really weird. You bring someone like him into the building, and it's like it, it gets a little tricky when you have somebody who who can't be wrong. Like you can't yeah. tell him you're wrong. You know what I mean? He has so much yeah. success um, that it's impossible to tell him you're wrong. Yeah. And what if he's wrong? And he's traditionally not been super great at drafting people right. um he's been very good in the free agency department throughout his career but traditionally his draft um you know his draft picks are not something that people really celebrate i mean the brady thing i don't think he gets credit for that that's an accident no. you know what i mean yeah. that's like saying shanahan gets credit for drafting purdy it's like give me a fucking break you didn't know that was going to happen yeah I, but i think it it could possibly throw off the whole dynamic, like of what he does, if he's not the GM, he's got to have somebody who probably thinks he can do the job better than him, doing the job and like bringing him players. And he's like, I told. And then if it doesn't work, I was like, I told you this guy's footwork is off, and you took him. Well, anyway. there, there is a rumor that he could bring in some of his own trusted guys, like guys like um, Scott Pioli, who yeah, I know, I know. who who he used to work with. Who, Scott Pioli used to actually work for the Falcons, but he also worked with the Patriots. Mm. Uh, during those Brady years. And um, Pioli was with the Falcons when when we were good, like 
the Matt Ryan, the early Matt Ryan years when we went to the Super Bowl and all that kind of stuff. So I think you have someone like that who's running the business side. Mm. Uh, yeah, but could, it's the it's not know. it's the scouting that's the issue. That's been what they're saying, like contracts True. and all of that shit. Yeah, somebody else is definitely going to do that. But bringing the players in, mm. if you're used to being the one who says. I got this guy because he's going to do this that I want to do this year. I want to try this thing and this thing. I need this type of player. Mm. Then, And they take that away from you, and it's just like handicapping you a little bit. You mm. got to hope they bring in somebody that might fit. And you got this idea of like this 3-4 mm, this scheme might need this outside linebacker, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. What's really interesting about this is actually the ripple effect when you just think of the idea of Belichick becoming the coach of the Atlanta Falcons, there's a number of things that I hadn't even really considered until they started to pop up. Now, obviously the Falcons are in a position where they don't just need a coach. They need a quarterback. Um, The defense played pretty well this year. They've got great offensive pieces, but they need that quarterback. And do we take them in the draft? Do we do a trade? These kind of things. And, you know, the, the presumptive narrative is that they might try to make a move to get Justin Fields in the building. But this morning I woke up and I saw a headline. It was an interview with Kirk Cousins who said, uh, you're asking me, like, I, I, I absolutely would not pass up the opportunity to work with the greatest coach See, in NFL that's... history. Like, all of a sudden, Belichick's in the building and Kirk Cousins, who seems like he's going to stay in Minnesota, mm-hmm. he's a free agent. I mean, it, it seems like a done deal. Kurt's staying in Minnesota. But all of a sudden, Belichick winds up in Atlanta and it's like, Kurt's like, no, 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 no. I'm going over there. You like that? Yes. You like that? And that thought had never crossed my mind until what? I saw the that headline. This really? Oh, the that's what I was that... thinking. People want to play for this guy. Well, I just thought I hadn't thought specifically of Kirk Cousins. Mm, like Kirk, oh, Cousins, he's in Minnesota. He's comfortable. He's he's got a good team there. He's got great receivers. I mean, that Minnesota would have had a, a completely different yeah. year had he not busted his Achilles. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, the sliding doors start to kind of open and close over here. And it's like, holy shit! In a single off season, the Falcons might have Bill Belichick as their head coach and Kirk Cousins as their quarterback. Like. What the hell is happening? <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know what I would think. And they got a defense. They have a defense in place, pretty much. It's crazy. He's. It, it's going to be a magnet for some talent. A hundred percent. And it's probably your cap situation is probably going to be taken care of all the time as well too. Mm-hmm. Because he's not going to be overpaying for people. That's for sure. Mm, no. And he's going to maximize the talent. I think. I would think so too. That's At least on defense. At least on defense, you maximize talent. You mess around and get a good quarterback. You guys are winning that division. Might as well put your bet in now. Yeah. If he gets there, he's made it to the second interview, which he would. You know, it's up to him. Like, do you want to come to the second interview? Yo, man, you might have Bill Belichick, Billy it's, B. It's a little weird. It's a the, little weird. The hooded um, genius. We we spoke we 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 hinted at this story in the last episode. You kind of joked about how the reason why they played that Chiefs Dolphins games was because of the um, Taylor Swift fans. You know, play <laughs> the reason why they why they kept playing that game, even though it was like the fourth coldest game in NFL history. Yeah. Uh, but then the day after the game, out pops this news report that fifteen fans who were in attendance in that game. 
were forced to go to the hospital with either hypothermia or frostbite. There were players that have frostbite. Dolphins players have frostbite. I mean, that's crazy. Why would they do? Like, I didn't even think about the frostbite hypothermia. I was more thinking about like it just sucks to be out there. But then it's like, oh yeah, it's actually dangerous mm. for the human body. Now, I saw some idiot Dolphins fan with no shirt on with body paint. I was like, I hope you're from there. You know, what I'm saying? I hope you're from a cold climate. Right. But to shock your body like that, it's, that adrenaline is going to wear off. Hmm. And it's not a good idea. Like, it's not a good idea to have fans out there, have people out there. And the beer doesn't help. It just only makes you colder. Hmm. Um, that was crazy, actually. Some oh, of the they pictures drink beer that, at the games? Uh, bruh. Oh, I didn't even the, think about doing that when I go to games. The social media images that were coming out from that game where you had people who, like, like they opened their beer and within seconds it froze. Oh, Wow. Like they couldn't even drink the beer. Wow. It was nuts. The things we do. Yeah. For our teams. Uh, speaking of the things we do, Colts owner Jim Ursay. Oh, uh, wow. Love him. Fuck that was, guy. <laughs> well, he was reportedly found unresponsive. Oh, no. In his home last month. Um, initially, they reported this as some sort of a respiratory illness. Um, we know what that was. But then over the last week, the police reports, I guess, have started to come out, and it appears that it's a suspected overdose. Of course it's an overdose. Um, this That's is suspicious. Who has been in and out of rehab many mm-hmm. times before. Um, yeah. This is also a guy who... Tried to spend $20 million to save a whale instead of paying Jonathan Taylor. Um, maybe drugs were involved in that decision making process. <laughs> Not sure. The whale died for the record. Damn. Um, and the day after the whale died, he decided to pay Jonathan Taylor. He's like, well, I guess <laughs> so, I have, what a surprise. I guess I have $20 million. That's suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got one. I got an. <laughs> I forgot to tell you about a new addition to the soundboard that you're gonna really appreciate. Okay. It's on our sofa hender, but you know I got access to it here. But I added it to it, and uh, it's it's our boy Denzel Washington. He's always got good stuff to say. I'm leaving here with something. Did you hear? It? No. I'm leaving here with something. It's so. I'm from around the way. So I'm leaving with something. You know, you can't. I'm from around the way. I'm leaving with something. <laughs> I'm from around the way. I'm, I'm leaving with something. <laughs> I love I'm that. I'm leaving here with something. I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> so, he talked about when he was at an award show and they uh, <laughs> and he didn't win and they had food there and he took right. like a plate with him home. And he's, uh, <laughs> he was talking to Jamie Foxx and he's like, I'm leaving it with something. I ain't winning the award. I'm from around the way. I'm leaving with something. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry to, to get off off. Uh, up. Um, that's the news for the most part. I figure we yeah. could. Um, maybe- I, I, mean, I hope. Uh, I want to uh, clear it up that I'm. I did not know the Jim Ursay story. I'm not celebrating uh, him uh, and his apparent overdose. When I no. put the fuck that guy, I don't. I didn't know the story. I thought he did some racist or some stupid shit again. Well, that's. You know, but if I, if I knew it was that, I wouldn't have put that. 
So. He, uh, yeah, to be fair, he, he usually when we talk about Jim Irsay, it's about him doing something really stupid, mm-hmm. uh, opening his mouth and, yeah. you know, doing something stupid. Um, yeah. and, and to be fair, this, this drug addiction part of who he is might be a big part of why he is so annoying. I, I, I find him annoying. I find him an annoyance. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the more annoying owners in the National Football League. And to me, this is one of those things, and I think you brought this up before. It's like, man, I wish there was a test of some kind to be an owner. Um, And in this case, it's like, you know, in my opinion, Jim Irsay would fail that test. Mm -hmm. Uh, And after having failed that test, you would quickly identify, well, he failed the test because this man needs help. Yeah. Like yeah, he true. he needs he needs help. He needs yeah. to sort out his shit and maybe he could come back mm. and be a better person and a better owner uh than he is currently because I don't consider him one of the better owners in the no. NFL. I think he's like from an owner's perspective, I think he's kind of a piece of shit. Mm. Um and you know, you can have empathy for his drug addiction and right. also call it like you see it at the same time in my opinion Um. ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I've got a pretty serious question for you, if you're ready. Yeah, let's do it. Before, before we get to our... Um... <laughs> Hello, Skiff. Um, I was wondering, how is Jim Ursay's overdose Kyle Shanahan's fault? <laughs> Tell us, Skiff. Well, okay, <laughs> look, here's the thing. We don't, we don't know where Jim Ursay got the drugs, <laughs> right? Is Kyle Shanahan a drug dealer? Mm, mm. I've never heard him say no to that question. <laughs> so until he comes out and addresses this directly, I have to assume that there's at least a percentage chance that Kyle Shanahan might be Jim Irsay's drug dealer. Hey, hey, I got nothing more to say to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Skip has spoken. It's a possibility... <laughs> This Kyle Shanahan's fault. <laughs> this is how conspiracy theories get started. It's just like <laughs> he never said no. He, he did I, not I've, say no, I've, man. I've never heard him say no. Is he dodging the question? Why is nobody asking him the right question? No one asks Kyle Shanahan the hard questions. Are you Jim Murphy's <laughs> drug dealer? 
Why is how is how not a no, not a yes? Exactly. <laughs> That's precisely. I like there this. are there are no there are no knowns <laughs> <laughs> and known unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. But we gotta <laughs> think about the unknown unknowns. <laughs> exactly. That's Rumsfeldology. That was uh, one of the most confusing <laughs> moments of my young adult life. I remember sitting there watching that press conference. Uh, and you were probably smoking weed, right? <laughs> At the time. Like, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I was. <laughs> Those were my weed smoking days. Heavier weed smoking no days knows, for sure. Bro, no knows. Like if he said it and if you if you alter his voice a little bit, uh-huh. like he's got to sound like a pothead. If you probably yeah. if you take that and slow it down like 0.3. Oh, bro. Do you know I do that to our podcast sometimes? <laughs> oh, we've done that with a. Like, if I go so back and listen to it sometimes, I'll listen to it in slow mo and I'm we're like, drunk. We, we, sound drunk. we sound wasted. It's, it's, <laughs> it's even funnier, I think. Yeah. Um, but I remember that Rumsfeld thing because I do this thing sometimes when I hear somebody say something on television. I'll like, I'll be like, wait, what? And I'll rewind it and I have to write it down. And mm. I remember writing that whole sequence down. And after writing it down, thinking, I'm still confused. I still don't <laughs> get it. I'm still, hold no on. No one second. knows. No one knows. Like, <laughs> I was like, I think I know. No, no, I don't. You know what? It's bullshit. It's word salad. He doesn't. <laughs> it's word it, salad of nothing. <laughs> it's word salad. It's word salad. That's what it is. Uh, that's great. Imagine that too, being him, and they're like sending you out there to make this. You know, you got to, Hey, this is what it is. This is the talking point. You got to do it. And he's like, shit. How am I gonna? Okay, I got it. I got it. I'm gonna pull out the old no, 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 no that I did in my college thesis. <laughs> the one that plus. I got, I got an F on because yeah. my professor was like, "This makes no Get the fuck sense." Out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I whipped that out. That's all I could do. All right, um, you ready to get to these games? Are we flipping and picking? <clears throat> I kind of want to ask a few questions about these games before we actually pick them. Okay. Um, I like this. Because I'm really, when I think about the first game, the Texans versus the Ravens, I mean, you've got CJ Stroud with, with such an impressive, not just him. It was, it was Stroud, but it was also the defense, such an impressive performance against the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Um, The Ravens are obviously rolling in rested. Some of the starters haven't played in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Are you concerned about their ability to handle their business? Is probably no. my biggest question. Oh uh, well, my quick answer to that is no. I'm not concerned about them at all, man. You're not concerned at all. No, but the, no. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's Lamar a, Jackson. But it is an unknown. You know, <laughs> it is for sure. I mean, I would say I'm I'm a little concerned, mostly because of the defense. Whose um, defense? Well, t- the Texas defense is a very good run defense. I think they're in the like top of the league mm-hmm. as far as like stopping the run. Um, that being said, uh, Joe Flacco ain't Lamar Jackson. He's the so opposite. They are kind of polar opposites. Yeah. When you think about it, <laughs> this guy. Uh, I I think if they, if they had a better pass rush, hmm. I'd be more concerned. But if you're gonna have Lamar Jackson standing in a pocket, the way he's playing now, you know they they played each other early in the in the oh, season, yeah. mm-hmm. and 
the Ravens won, but but the defense the played one, yeah. really really well. Mm-hmm. They sacked him a couple of times. They picked. No, Lamar they pulled off. away in the end, though, right? They did pull yeah, away in yeah, the end, yeah. but they right. played him hard. They stuffed the run. They picked off Lamar. They they got three or four sacks. They, I mean, they. Let's not forget that the beginning mm-hmm. of the season, the Ravens. It was the first game of the season they played, right? I think it was, yeah. And they were the Ravens' offense has fallen into place because they had a That's brand true. new coordinator. It was his first game. That's true. And now they didn't start humming until the end of the season. That's true. They became the like the front runners like week eleven, and we started mm-hmm. like putting some spec on their name. Hmm. So and the Ravens' defense also improved as the year went on yeah. too. And I think the they rest. Healthy. I think the rest part. I think the defense is probably the the whole three weeks. Like, is it are they going to be rusty or are they going to be rested? For me, the defense is the part that I think is going to benefit the Ravens the most regarding rest. Um, that is a vicious crew, mm-hmm. uh, and I think they're about to they're about to give CJ Stroud the biggest test of his entire football career. I think personally, yeah. But they playing with house money. The, the yeah, Texans, but they're also though. but they're also playing against my man, former Bulldog Roquan Smith. So, and he's getting ready to take your money. Give me. No, all I'm just the- saying, like they <laughs> they've already overachieved. Yeah, they are. Uh, they win but this I'm game. Say- it's just but more. I'm saying icing. he's he's gonna break into their house and he's gonna steal their house money. He's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just taking. I'm taking this. It's mine. I ain't leaving here with nothing. <laughs> I'm from around the way. I'm from around the way. I'm leaving I'm here leaving with something. With <laughs> right. That's yes. Roquan Smith. Yeah, He's man. He's like, I'm leaving it with something. <laughs> said, I'm leaving it with something. Uh, in the Packers 49ers game, I think I already know the answer to this question. But it has to be stated that Jordan Love just absolutely embarrassed one of the best defenses in the NFL when they played the Cowboys last week. Um, the Packers defense also managed to kind of choke out the Cowboys for, for at least a half. Mm-hmm. Of football, um, Skip, don't do this to yourself, man. <laughs> can they do? Can they? Uh, is Kyle Shanahan ready for this? I guess it's really the question. Uh, I, should, I should ask you. <laughs> uh, Kyle Shanahan, also known as possible drug dealer, uh, is going to be ready, man. He's had unconfirmed. Two- Two, he's had a, a two weeks to prepare. Oh, he had a, a week, but he's probably prepared two game plans. Anyway, mm. you know they're gonna be ready, and the Packers, like they're gonna have. I just, I feel like this might be this game might get away from the Packers. Mm. I don't think there's. It's just roster wise, the trade, the midseason trade. They did it again. First, the midseason trade to get McCaffrey made them look like. They're gonna win it all, and then Purdy got hurt last year. Mm. Then mm. they do a midseason trade and get Chase and reunite him with Bosa, and it, it's changed them. Hmm. Maybe it just feels like it's been a while since I've seen the Forty ers but yeah, I it's don't been, know. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's gonna be a reminder. The Packers gonna get the reminder too. Like, oh shit, this ain't Dallas. Hmm. The only thing is, like, can't Shanahan just got to stay out of his own way, man. I can see him trying to pad some stats and fuck around and, and find out. Stick to the run. You know, he's, he acts like he's playing franchise mode where he's like trying to make the hit, make the Pro Bowl with his quarterback or whatever. Mm. 
just play the game, man. Play to your strengths. Get some some sweeps and end arounds and screens and set your guys up. The Yak brothers got to do what they do. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be they're um, going to be hitting from all angles, man. We're going to see them attacking points of the field. That's kind of <laughs> what they do, man. It's and then McCaffrey going to be and then changing the the change up of uh Elijah Mitchell. It's going to be tough, man, on the Packers. Both the Ravens and the 49ers are favored by nine and a half in this game. Yeah, so it, both games might get out of out of hand. I think mm-hmm. the Ravens could anaconda that shit, like squeeze, and then at the end they just Texans run out of gas and they're just mm-hmm. like they're the better team. You know what I'm saying? Where they're yeah. not even like, man, we got screwed. It's like shit. We played a better team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, got, you got a question about the next game? The Bucks and Lions. Bucks. The the Tampa Bay Buccaneers obviously playing pretty free, pretty mm-hmm. loose. Yeah, playing with that house money. Yeah, um, I feel like you could say that about the Lions last week too. But after winning a playoff game for the first time in three decades, you you, you get another playoff game at home. Uh, are the Lions going to crumble under pressure? Well, I don't know, man. I've got controlled fury. And, uh, <laughs> I'm ready to go. That <laughs> feels like they feels like they're gonna be all right, man. <laughs> I think their deep. I think the Bucks' defense has been shortchanged, and mm. they they might make it. They're gonna keep it closer than people expect. I think people. Mm. We always fall in love with these offenses, and Ben Johnson is one of the hottest names out there for these uh, coaching positions and stuff. But. Uh, Defense is playoff football still, and the Bucks got a good defense, and the Lions don't. I, I think the, I think the advantage that the Lions have is that they got to sit there and watch what the Buccaneers did to the to the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh yeah, don't sleep. Yeah, they they basically just blitz the shit out of them on every play. Um, that used which, to be the recipe for golf, right? Which gives. Ben Johnson all week to figure out a plan for how do we deal with the blitz. And in my opinion, I think the lions have the perfect Mm -hmm. personnel. They have the perfect players to deal with the blitz because you have Goff, who's a very, you know, tall glass of milk. You can see over the line Mm -hmm. and you have Jameer Gibbs, you, you know, who is a great catching running back. Mm-hmm. You you send him on the screen routes so these little dump off little check downs all that kind of stuff. I I think the Lions can overcome the blitz happy Buccaneers. I really do. Yeah, we'll see, man. <clears throat> I, I think it's a, I think the Lions will overcome it. I'm not saying the Bucks are going to win. I'm just saying that uh, they're going. It's going to be a challenge, and they're as you said, they're playing with house money too. So I wouldn't out, be surprised if the Lions just like win by a field goal. Like, right, exactly. A, a last second field goal. Boom. It might come down to that where it's just better roster pulls yeah. out in the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's it's really the race towards second place because nobody's gonna beat the Forty Niners. I just mm. feel like that nobody's gonna beat these guys. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> 
I mean, Kyle every Shanahan. Time, every time you doubt Kyle Shanahan, I'm going to hit the prices right. Music Kyle, Kyle Shanahan might be distracted. He realizes he he may or may not have just given Jim Mercer an overdose. So he's <laughs> might be, yeah. He's a little distracted. He's like, shit, is Jim still alive? Like, what did I do? What's Listen, you, you sound like me last week when I didn't want to give uh, any props to uh, Josh Allen. <laughs> 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 yeah, he played okay. He was all right. He stayed out of his own way. <laughs> exactly. Um, he, he, he didn't. He didn't lose the game for them. Right. Uh, let's see. It's Next impossible. up, Chiefs. Chiefs versus Bills. Yeah. Chiefs have owned the Bills in the postseason um, historically, but this is the first time that Mahomes will play this game in Buffalo. Plus, as far as I know, they haven't had home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs. Exactly. It's the first time that Mahomes has ever played a road playoff game in his whole career, as far as I'm aware. Besides Super Bowls, that's wild. Right. But everybody plays somewhere yeah. weird for the Super Bowl. No, except um, for Tom Brady got to play at home with Tampa Super Bowl. That's true. That's true. That's true. Who else was it? Was it the Lions? Uh, Stafford. It happened two years in a row. Oh, not Lions. Rams. Yeah. Yeah, Rams. Happened two years in a row. Um, do you think do you think this matters? The home field advantage for Buffalo. Do you think it matters? Nah, man. I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I don't think so. No, I mean, I guess it's in Buffalo, so it could be shitty weather. But we just saw them playing shitty weather in Kansas City. It's not going to be shittier than that. Apparently, they are going to get shitty weather. But I think, fortunately, I think they're forecasted for snow, like, Thursday, Friday, but then by the time the game hits, like they're gonna have more time to deal with the snow, basically. Yeah, it's not. They'll uh-huh. be. I think uh, Kansas City knows how to play in that. Uh huh. They're not gonna be rattled by that, but they might be rattled <laughs> by crazy Bills fans. You know what I mean? Throwing snowballs at them and stuff. Yeah, they're not getting any I'm, uh, repercussions. <clears throat> I'm a little. Um, uh, the the Bills are starting to have the same problem that your Dolphins had. They're they're yeah, some of the man. injuries on defense are starting to pile up. Yep. Um, I it, it it I can say that before this game even starts, you, you just cannot help but get this feeling that somehow the Chiefs are going to figure out a way to get themselves back into the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I just have this weird sneaky feeling that they're going to do it. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Ravens uh, might be Ravens might be too talented for them, but. I feel like Buffalo, a full strength Buffalo, would have beat the Chiefs. I think. Agreed. Kind of handily, but agreed. They just players kept going, even in the Dolphins game. Players just kept going down, and yeah. then uh, and then last week, I mean, it just kept. It was bad. I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good to see. Yeah, I do feel like uh, they the Bills have a good defense. Chiefs have an amazing defense, mm-hmm. and I think uh, the Bills' defense they can. I mean, the Chiefs' offense is lacking a bit this year, so that kind of mm-hmm. evens it out. But they're starting to get like figure out what they are. Andy Reid is Andy Reid, man. It might come down to just attrition and the Bills. Just unfortunate because I. I know it's a rival team, but you kind of root for that fan base, man. They're the mm. best fans in the NFL. Also, I, I would say that um, as as impressed as I was with the Bills' victory over the Steelers last week, the Steelers. the Steelers couldn't tackle anyone, 
And nope. the defense that the Bills are going to have to face this weekend is going to be a much bigger test than what they faced last week. Yep. Um, so it, it's going to be a it's going to be a tougher mountain to climb for them, yeah, I think. And they and is this a whole been there before thing too? Yeah. They're just gonna and they Spagano man, jeez. Mm. He's he's been coordinating his ass off all year. Mm. So. I mean, the one benefit that the Chiefs or or rather that the Bills have is, and this has been talked about quite a bit over the last week or so, which is that the the Bills have been playing elimination football since like week fourteen of the season. You said, whose advantage is that? The Bills, like they've. Back in week 14, they had like a 5% chance of making the playoffs. They couldn't afford to lose any games. So they have been treating every game since week 14 as if it was an elimination game. That's so, one way. You can look at that as an advantage, but you can also look at it as a disadvantage where they're drained. Sure. They're drained from doing that. It's like yeah. we've been this intensity that I've been putting in every week. There's only so much that we can have. I feel like the history of this rivalry puts them in a situation where all bets are off. Because yeah. I think you're going to go – it's one thing to say, like, you know, we got to play for our lives over here when we're playing against the Steelers or when we're playing against, you know, whoever else they played in the last three or four weeks of the season. Mm -hmm. But this is the team that always breaks your heart in the playoffs. Yeah. you got to think that that's in their heads. Yeah. It, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a big challenge. I in a way I kind of root for them because it's like I just Same. I just I feel bad for the Bills. Um ultimately I don't really care, but yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean it's, it's going to be if they win it won't be as uh, I'd be happy for the fans. Um if they lose I'd be ecstatic for myself. <laughs> Buffalo is favored by three points in this game. Yeah, man. Jump on it. A jump on it. That's an easy plus three to grab, man. Yeah, let's do it. we make our picks? All right. Who? You're flipping the coin. You're flipping. I'm flipping your calling. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Yeah, man. Tails never fails. Tails! <laughs> Tails it is. Oh, look at me, man. Your boy. Well, before I get started, one last question. How was me winning that coin toss and you losing that coin toss? I'm just playing. Kyle Shanahan's I think, in all honesty, I think Kyle Shanahan has, like, these kind of supernatural wizard-like powers. He knows how I feel about him. Mm -hmm. um, he ruined my life in the Super Bowl, whatever year that was. <laughs> and he has continued to ha cast a dark cloud mm -hmm. over my entire existence. And, you know, a few times I've managed to succeed in life despite this curse that Kyle Shanahan has put on me. Mm -hmm. um, but most of the time it's, it's uh, nothing but disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> And that and, carries uh, on to this coin flip. And it's, yeah. And this coin toss, it's just, the coin toss is just like such a great example of how petty Kyle Shanahan is. He's like, you know what? I'm not even going to let Skiff have this coin toss. Fuck that guy. Okay. So there you go. Um, I'm always going to have an answer to that question. I see. By the I way. see. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out which, 
it feels like both of the games, like whoever goes first, there is still going to be a tough one for no matter mm. who, no matter who. Mm. So I'm going to go ahead and go second and let you go first. Mm. Okay. Good. I'm glad you said that. Um, <clears throat> I'm obviously going to take the Baltimore Ravens in the first game. I th- I'm really impressed with, with the Texans. They're so much further ahead than we could have ever imagined this year. Um, future is bright. I think they win this division next year. Uh, they would be my early pick to win this division next year, playing okay. like this. And they get Tank Dell back, all that kind of stuff. But this is where this is where the fairy tale ends, I think. I'm going Ravens. Yeah. My man, former Bulldog, Todd Munkin, he's just He's 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 too smart. He's not going to get beat by these Texans. Okay, I'm going to pick the uh, 49ers to beat the Packers. I think uh, it'll just be too much. They got the best roster. They've had the best roster all year. They added Chase to have even more pass rush. Um, and I think they're going to trick our, our boy uh, Jordan Love into making some mistakes. <clears throat> I am obviously putting an asterisk on that. You think the Packers are going to win? Yeah, I think so. Okay. The hate continues. I'm going asterisk. Okay. It costs me nothing. <laughs> it means nothing. It costs me nothing, but it means everything. I told you so. It costs me nothing, but it means want, everything. That's the beauty so. of the asterisk. It yeah. costs you nothing, but it means everything. I'm so shocked. <laughs> I don't know what to do. What you got in this uh, Bucks Lions game? <sighs> this is the one I wanted to stay away from, man. Mm. This is this is the one that I truly could see an upset taking place in. Yeah. Um, that being said, I think, and I hope, I hope I'm not making a mistake here, but I really do feel like it feels like the Lions are like that team of destiny. Yeah. Um. So after the Packers upset the 49ers, I just feel like the Lions' path to the Super Bowl mm. just becomes so clear to me. Um. Yeah, I think the Lions are going to beat the Buccaneers. Okay. This was the other one that I was like, oh, Chiefs-Bills, I don't know, man. Um, a healthy Bills team wins this, but the Bills just aren't a healthy team anymore, man. Every game they're losing major players. Kudos to them for getting this far. It'll be cool if they win for their fans, but I got to go with the Chiefs figuring it out. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Chuck Spagano. I just feel like they're going to figure it out. So I got to go with the Chiefs. In a low-scoring, knockdown, drag-out, possibly classic playoff game. Mm. They not ever get more classic than their uh 13 second thing. I don't yeah, I don't I don't can't know how you t- I don't know how you top that. You can't top that. You need some type of a a fan running on the field to intercept the ball. <laughs> some some wild shit like that. Or yeah, like or Andy um, Reid comes out and plays quarterback, emergency quarterback. <laughs> yeah. 
or like a 99 yard pick six with yeah. zero sec- with one second left on the clock or something crazy or a extra point that was going to win the game blocked run mm. back for two points right or the extra point was going to tie the game easy something like that easy just Simple. do that just do that guys <laughs> <laughs> Just do that. That's it. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, oh, I got one question for you, man. Yeah, tell me. Oh, me. maybe this could go on bold predictions. Because I know we didn't do we didn't uh, we didn't prepare superlatives, but mm. I want to do a bold prediction. Just do throw it. it out there. Do it. And I, and those people that can bet on, I don't even know if this is a prop you can bet on. Dan Campbell's going for a fourth down five times. <laughs> it's going to be a fourth down two-point conversion combo. That could probably win some people some money, man. I think we're going to have some – Dan Gamble is going to be all out there, man. I'm surprised nobody's come up with that nickname yet in the mm-hmm. ma- national media. But you got to call this guy – you got Riverboat Ron. They say that about him when, back when he – before the tumor and he started getting conservative. Mm. But Riverboat Ron used to be out here – Gambling like crazy. Dan Gamble. He's that guy, man. Fake punt. He's going to do a, uh, uh, what's it called? A hat trick. Fake punt. Going forward on fourth down. And two-point conversion. Two? Yeah. That's the hat trick. The gamble, the Dan Gamble hat trick. Look yeah. out for that, y'all. And he'll throw the two-point conversion to a lineman. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, just right. to stick it to the yeah. Just to fuck with him. Yeah. Uh, I think the the obvious sexiest matchup is going to be Bills Chiefs. Is what I would say. Mm. I don't think it gets sexier than that. And my upset would be Bucks over Lions. And uh, you heard my bold prediction. What you got for those brothers to throw them up? I think a sneaky sexiest matchup could be Lions Bucks. You know, you got mm. like Deep South versus mm. tr- True North. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, town versus country. Trailer Park versus City. I think that's going to be a good game. That's going to be an old school playoff game. It's two coaches that are old school, mm-hmm. and Todd Bowles and Dan Campbell, and the way that they look at football. I think and, that one's got yeah, some yeah. sneaky, sneaky, sexy yeah. vibes to it for sure. That's like uh, when uh, when you it's like when you uh, the hot fat chick. You know uh-huh, what I'm saying? Uh huh. It's like oh, this isn't traditionally hot, but this is hot. Yeah. Oh, the Lions are the team that I would most want to fuck for sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and the Bucks are. Hey man, hot fat chicks—they're out there. This game is a hot fat chick. Hey, the Bucks—it's late. I'm talking about not even drink, not even drink. Just a hot fat, just a hot. I've had a couple of drinks. (laughs) We're vibing. We're vibing. You know, she got that Lizzo energy. Yeah, confident Lizzo Monique energy. Mm Hmm. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. She's just, like, it's just it's bad, sexy big it's, girl. It's, it's bad bitch o'clock. <laughs> it's stick thirty, baby. Let's it's stick thirty. Bad bitch o'clock. Let's go. <laughs> I'm hip. That's I this listen game, to Lizzo. Uh, that's this, this game, man. <laughs> Have you seen that clip with her at the game? And uh, at a at a basketball game. Uh uh-uh. uh She's lust. She's from Minnesota. She's lusting after a Minnesota Timberwolves player. Uh-huh. And no, uh, they're like interviewing her. She's just like uh, 
basically, you got to watch that, man. She's like talking to the lady who's like, I can't believe you're at the game. And she's like, I want him. And she starts talking, singing a song about how she wants to fuck this NBA player. It's great. <laughs> I mean, that's the type of, that's what this game has. Lizzo sideline energy. <laughs> that's funny. Do you have a bold prediction? Uh, hmm. Yeah. 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 I think uh, my bold prediction is that the, um, I guess it's my bold prediction and my biggest upset. I think the Packers are going to embarrass the 49ers. Embarrass the 49ers? Yeah. Uh-huh. A victory is an embarrassment for them. Exactly. To be the number one seed and come in and just lose that division again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you have a team that you, oh, the Lions, I guess they're the team you want to see win at all? I would say so, yeah. I'd be our, really, our really, I, I'd be really happy with the Ravens too. I would that's love. What to I was see gonna the say that's the team. Alliance Ravens Super Bowl would be fun, but I'd love to see the Ravens pull it off. But it'd be even sweeter for you if the Ravens beat the Forty ers Oh my God! <laughs> whoa, I'd whoa, be, whoa! I'd be. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Skip, get it out of the screen, man. His thing was hard. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Kermit, did you watch any of those Kermit the Frog? <laughs> I, I did. That was funny. The way he just kind of like you can see his hand on it too with the, the cucumber it's or like, zucchini. He's trying to like push it down, <laughs> just reveal it and then put it back down. <laughs> ah, so funny, Kermit that Flasher. Funny. Yeah, Kermit the Flasher. All right, uh, that's it, man. This was another fun episode. Um, sorry if it sounds gloom and doom because the season's almost over, but mm. it is what it is, man. Mm. We're glad y'all listen. We're glad to do this. Cool hanging out with you, Skiff, as always. Thank y'all for checking out this episode of SpinFL. If your teams are still in it, good luck, and uh, we'll catch y'all to talk about the results of this game very soon. It's been John the Rollins. Skiff, me, Sarah. What's been about? Peace. Later, y'all. <laughs>